we are recording. We are on. We're this on. is on. Hi. Welcome back to the Pit Lane Collective Podcast. That's like another stupid face. <laughs> Sorry. That, that's, that's standard. Yeah, we need to do that. Yeah. Hello and welcome back to the Pit Lane Collective Podcast. We had a race. We did. There was a race. It was a good one as well. And, and then, and now there's no more races for a month. But uh, what did you think of the Australian Grand Prix? How long have you got? Well, about 20 minutes for a podcast. Not enough. This is going to be a six-parter, guys. Yeah. We, we are going to try and get through everything we can in this episode. Invariably, we won't get through a quarter of what we want to. We'll probably end up talking about this for the next month, so stay tuned. Which is good, because as you just said, yeah. there's no reason that we're going to need filler. So We were worried that we wouldn't have anything to talk about come the third week into the break, but I think there's plenty to, to discuss here, so let's get into it. There is. I want your me- immediate reaction to the race two days later. It was insane. Um, I really, really... In- I, j- I, I said in a previous episode that I wasn't looking forward to this one, and it's the first time I hadn't been excited in Formula 1 for a while. Or excited about it for a while. Uh, and then this one got me. I really, really enjoyed it. It was mental. It was slightly controversial. Lots of crazy things happened. And we got arguably a semi-predictable result. But the journey to get there was insane. I loved it. What did you think? Yeah, I was exactly the same. I know, as you've just said, people came at it from slightly different angles. Some people thought it was a bit of a circus. Mm. And other people thought it was really exciting and fun, like me. <laughs> um, to be honest, I, I think I mentioned on Instagram to to to, to a few people. It it was nice, like, to have a bit of excitement in a race because in, in a year that's going to be probably so predictable in terms of who's winning the races, this is kind of what we need just to get through the season. Otherwise, it'd be really mundane, wouldn't it? Yeah, absolutely. So you need that sort of. You, you, I don't know. You just need something unpredictable. Like it's it's a it's a race where yeah, Max won again, but no one's really talking about that. Whereas in in other races, the first one obviously Max won. It was just like oh yeah, mm. Max won. That was the only thing that came out of it. The second one is like oh yeah, Perez won. That's it. But this one, no one's really talking about that. It's the th- a million and one other things that went on. Yeah, in the journey to get there. Yeah. So I think after um, Bahrain and Jeddah. It kind of felt like we knew how the season was going to go. And we still do. And we know that Red Bull are going to win everything, <laughs> yeah. but, or nearly everything. But yeah, you're right. This kind of threw a lot of curveballs in. And to be honest, I actually think there were moments where Max had to work for that win, yeah. which is I good. Mean, you know, I mean, it's not great that they're that far ahead and that no one's realistically challenging them for wins. But it was cool to see... Um, him having to sort of push and him having to to overtake people and kind yeah. of work out how to judge, you know, when he's being attacked. Well, if we if we start at the start, he was really slow off the line. Yeah, and Russell Adam into turn one. Yeah, and I don't think he took the he took the the lead until like lap thir- 12, 13 or something. Yeah, both Max got him off the start, didn't they? Or yeah. into uh, through the first few few corners. So yeah, he, he, it wasn't all. He was on the back foot. It wasn't as easy as he's had it, has he? No. Even though he had it pretty easy, it wasn't like a walk in the park for him. No. I will say I think Max is driving in a completely different headspace this year. I think 
realistically, all he has to do is survive the first yeah. few laps. Dodge the carnage. Dodge everyone, yeah, make it through, and then he can just start putting his foot I down. I actually think that, that that's a really good point, because he was in a, a little bit of a bat with Lewis, wasn't he? Yeah. And yeah. He, 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 for the first time ever, they both give each other so much. I mean, he would say he was run off the... Well, he did say he was run off the track. I'm not quite sure that was the case. But... The like it in feels like Max of Pass would have just smashed into him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but but yeah, you're right. He's like, I just need to get. I will beat him on the track, so I just need to make sure the cars. It felt safe. like a total role reversal from yeah. a couple of years ago, where you had Lewis, who was very um, kind of thinking the long game, very much like just keep the cars together, maximize your results. You'll probably win anyway, yeah. that kind of thing. <clears throat> and then you had the young sort of or younger, which is not that much younger, Max sort of throwing the car into every overtaking opportunity and just kind of, if we crash, we crash. Because he had to try and do something. Um, Like if I'm going, you're coming with me. It kind of, yeah, because in those races, the Mercedes was so much quicker, so Lewis was a lot cooler and Max was there. And it was was kind of funny to see that completely switch around and Lewis going like, do you know what, I need to try and get ahead of him here because if I don't, I mean, even if I do, he's going to get me. But if I don't try... Like he's just going to disappear. So Lewis threw it down the inside. Beautiful move. Yeah, Be- beautiful. Yeah, overtake. I don't think there was anything. I think Max was clutching a straw. Yeah, he was. Really. He was playing the politics game. I yeah. think and just trying to get any advantage he could. But it was so interesting to see. Yeah, Max take on that kind of long game kind of like way of approaching it, and Lewis taking the sort of I've got to throw it into every yeah. opportunity I get. And it was some exciting racing. It was yeah. I mean, the whole race was. Really exciting. There was never really a dull lap. Yeah. Because not that long later, we had the first safety car of the... Oh, man. Yeah. And that kind of... That completely threw things up in the air, didn't it? It, it, brought, it, it brought out the first kind of... Well, it brought out a safety car initially. Yeah. You had Russell and a few other drivers pit under that Signs, safety car. I think. Yeah. Russell pit from the lead, yeah. which is, which is um, you know, significant because a couple of laps later, they called a red flag. And so everyone pit and everyone, well, everyone Any comes back into the pit. Yeah. So Russell essentially moved from first down to, I think, sixth Fifth, or something. Sixth, yeah. some, somewhere around there. Um, I honestly, the, I, I think there's there's been a lot of talk about red flags, and I think we'll get into that a little bit later for the kind of the end half of the race as well. Um, for, like, you know, I think a lot of the talk is centered around are there too many red flags being called nowadays? I do know that, for example, in seasons past, you very rarely see a red flag. Very, I mean, like one a season. So um, that, that, and that, there's a lot now. It kind of ties into it because a lot of the people who were saying it was a bit of a circus, it wasn't really entertaining, it was just a, laughable almost, was the people who jump on the Netflix, oh, it's, it's all just drama. Yeah. It's kind of turning the sport into a WWE scripted thing. I don't, I'm not sure that is the case, really. No, I but they would say that driver safety is yeah paramount exactly. And if there's any any risk at all that a driver can get injured, then it's just not worth it. Clear it up and let's go again. Yeah, surely that is the best way. Yeah, to do it. it. Is. I mean, a hundred like for me, that first incident was. I was quite surprised that Mercedes pit Russell and Ferrari pit Sainz yeah. because. The incident was Albon through the fast right hand gravel, wasn't it? Into the gravel, hit the wall, and ended up on the racing line. That's a blind corner, and it's it's not flat, but it's fast. And a Hulkenberg nearly smashed right into the. Hulk nearly collected him. Gasly nearly collected him, and 
everyone just everyone did a phenomenal job of dodging him. Yeah. But the car ended up beached. Um, he had kind of rear gearbox issue or whatever. The, the car wasn't in a state for him to get it off the racing line. He did move it forward a little bit. And then there was just gravel sprayed all across the track. Now, for me, that is an immediate red flag. Yeah. I, like, I, I watched that and went, first of all, I proper, like, tensed because I was like, Jesus, if someone hits him here, this is going to be yeah. terrifying. And yeah. you never want to see that. No. Um, so I think that all the cars got through and they, they called a safety car straight away. On the flip side but, of that, though, there was a couple of drivers who were quite surprised. I think that it was a red flag. Was it? Or was that later? Was that, was that the later safety? Well, there was, the, well, the there later was, red there flags? Was, there was definitely some pundits when I, when I was either watching the, the, the after the race coverage that was quite surprised. I know Martin Brundle was quite, he was like, no, that. Yeah, it, yeah, it was a, yeah. It was a, it should have been a red flag, but I know a lot of them were saying, "Why can't you just have a safety car once the drivers around the other end of the track clean up the gravel there quick and let's go again?" Mm. Um, so yeah, it was an interesting one. I mean, I I had no issue with it being a red flag. No, myself. no, I think it it made total sense. It does make total sense for it to be a red flag. They had people sweeping. They had to get all that gravel. That's yeah, a the machine corner. on. They had the truck on the yeah. track and everything. Um, but obviously, it did kind of. For from Mercedes' point of view, it then kind of ruined George's race, or yeah. definitely it, it gave him a big setback. Um, and and then he had to restart on the grid from sixth or whatever. Had yeah. an amazing restart. Sadly, his race didn't go that much further, though, did it? Big old boom. To be honest with you, when when I seen that, I was like, oh my god, get out the car. Yeah. Oh my was... god, get out the car because the fire just keep kept getting bigger and bigger, and everyone seemed too calm for me. <laughs> I was like, dude, get out the car. It was a big explosion, wasn't it? Out yeah, the back, like a was, big yeah. ball of flame came out. It's quite surprising to see Mercedes break down. Like historically, they've been they've had an amazing reliability record. Yeah, it, I mean, yeah, you would have said it would have been one of the rebels, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, or a Ferrari. Because well, well you definitely know. a Ferrari. But yeah. but yeah, um. And I saw a quick comment saying that Stroll retired from Jeddah the last race with a with an engine issue. Um, apparently, it it, it kind of came out that that's what it was. And then Russell's just retired with an engine issue. Mm. I believe Lando had issues in Bahrain. All three of them are Mercedes engines. So and multiple issues, isn't it? it well, yeah. <laughs> um, all three of those are Mercedes engines. So it's not a good advert, is it? A little bit worrying. Yeah, yeah. But well, I, I gutted for Russell. Yeah, he I was, was excited to see what he could do there. To be honest, I was excited to just see how Mercedes could have done as a collective. I know mm. Hamilton was like, yeah, the great race and managed P two, and he was like, I made made up with that. Uh, I think we all were as well because it it's nice to see, yeah, them start maybe the, a bit of a resurgence going on. Do think, yeah, definitely. Do you think there might be? Oh yeah, I mean, it, well, it definitely looks like it on that track. It's so hard to say, isn't it? Because like different tracks suit different cars better but they looked so much stronger yeah they looked um, they looked they looked comfortably up there with the Aston Martin yeah and and Hamilton had an answer for everything Alonso threw at him yeah yeah so whether it'll change track to track who knows but yeah mm-hmm. they definitely look str- look a lot stronger than you know Ferrari and, and that oh, had looked so yeah and also it's quite interesting because you made the point on the last episode about how the McLaren historically the first two races has been terrible but as soon as they get to Australia a lot better I wonder if that is the, maybe the case now with the Mercedes. It just wasn't. Maybe, I mean, yeah. it's not up to where it should be regardless anyway, but whether it is just a case of them first two tracks just didn't, really didn't suit the car. Yeah, it could And now be. we're going to start to see a bit of a bit of momentum building with them. Or are they just working out how to set it up? And they've mm. taken a couple of races going, you know, learn from it and tweak things and whatever. And but now they've found they can't something. have done much work. There's no upgrades. To the car. No, so, so, yeah. 
I mean, yeah. Next, um, next race is where everyone's bringing the upgrades. So this, mm. I don't think, I believe they haven't really updated it since the start of the season. So fair play. Yeah, that's a quick car, and and it would have been nice to see where Russell kind of got to. He'd done the alternate strategy. He'd yeah. he'd kind of pit and gone onto the hard tires, and he was going to go from there to the end of the race. Whereas Max Lewis, Alonso, were all going to have to pit. Yeah. Um. Unfortunately, the red flag killed that because then everyone else got to put the, the sort hard of neutralised it again, didn't it? Yeah, but um, it was yeah, it, it was kind of drama from that moment on, really, wasn't it? And then. Throughout the race then, obviously, Russell was out. Um, I believe that was a virtual safety car. They got that cleared, yeah. but they yeah, just yeah. kind of they closed the pit, no one pit, and so there wasn't really any advantage for anyone else there. Um, and then you, you had that kind of dicing battle between Hamilton and Alonso all the way through. Which Alonso was, was threatening, wasn't he? Yeah, which was so... like This is, I think, what's hard to explain to a new Formula 1 fan because... I think as a new fan, you want to see crazy overtakes and probably crashes and like mad stuff happening on track. And I think when you get into Formula One a bit more, you start looking at people's sector times and you start looking at the gap between cars on the the leaderboard and you start seeing someone closing in. And for that whole probably second or two thirds of the race, it was Alonso closing up to almost a second behind Hamilton. He just couldn't get it, could yeah. he? Yeah, and then Hamilton <laughs> squeezing it back out again and then Alonso closing up again. It was so good to see. Yeah, it was. Um, do you know, it, it's mad because I'm, I'm looking at, I made like race notes as I was watching the race because I was like, there's just too much going on here. And we're like, there's so much to talk about. And there's that much to talk about. It's almost like, where'd you start? Where'd you go next? <laughs> where'd you go next with this? Um, but I think just after... If we go back to the Russell, yes, we go yeah. back to that area of the race. Just after that, was was the Albon issue before? Albon caused that. Or, that was the, the, that, the Albon was, that, that was caused the issue. That, yeah. Sorry, that was the issue. Yeah. Oh yeah, we should probably mention Albon, shouldn't we? I mean, more was he than like running, just the crash because he, he was running quite high. Up, high he was in like fifth. I was going to say fourth, maybe fifth. Yeah, maybe fourth is a bit too. I mean, yeah, he was having a really. He was, must have made a crack and start from the from the restart. He was just on one. It, it's it's mad. So again, like Williams had been at the back for years. Well, um, and it, finally, it feels like this year they're starting to take little steps in qualifying. Albon had the fastest middle sector in Q three, which is just mad yeah, when you is. think about. It. I mean, the Williams. I think it's good on a straight. Yeah. It hasn't got loads of downforce. And Australia is quite a lot of just kind of flat out sections. But still, I mean, yeah, he was he was comfortably inside, mate, the top six. Yeah. Um, and I think it he was in between was it he was in between Alonso and Stroll. So yeah, maybe it was P P four. Or definitely no, P, definitely P5. fourth or fifth. Yeah. Yeah. Um he was in between Alonso and Stroll when he crashed, I think. Yeah. So phenomenal pace. Like I'm, I'm like I'm excited to see him on the like Monza and yeah, those, and things the, like the, that. The, the fast track, the low downforce yeah, ones, yeah, because yeah. that that that's a stunning job, really. Yeah, it is. Um, so he put it high up in qualifying. Unfortunately, just a bit of an issue. I think um, I was reading that he ran slightly wide on the previous corner before the one he crashed, and it just knocked his tire temperature slightly, yeah. and then lost the rear through that corner. So unfortunate because it, it was looking good. Was that the same corner that Magnussen 
ended up losing his. He ran wide on and lost his title. No, no. Was that like, on the lap, maybe? Magnussen was turn two. Turn uh, two. I think. Yeah. I, I, I can't, because they've changed the, the layout of the track, and I can't remember so what. So that much went on, that race. It's just like, <laughs> we, we were literally, we were saying before we recorded the quad, should we rewatch the highlights How again? How do because, we actually talk about this? Like, there's just so much that happened. That I can't remember where it happened or when it happened. So, yeah. Yeah, I think it, it was turn seven, I think, where Alvin lost it. But great to see him up there. And... That's, uh, I think that's gonna, you know, it sets him up very nicely if he's wanting to start taking steps towards top teams again because so it that's does, a performance and a half. But to, to close the book on the Williams topic, they did, Ooh. they did both, um, they both didn't finish, they both didn't finish the race, so no. it wasn't a great weekend as it wasn't for a few teams, yeah, uh, because of that. But yeah, and then shortly after that, uh, Max finally does take the lead. Oh my god! From that Lewis was with his um, nitrous charged DRS. <laughs> that was a jet plane, wasn't it? Jesus! Like, the, I don't know how that is possible. No, no. that much faster. He, I'm a rebel fan, and I'm suspicious. Yeah, <laughs> we've said this it's like crazy. a few times, haven't we? That they're not going to struggle to climb back up the order. And as soon as they're just, within a second of you, that's it. Yeah, you, you can see it. As You're soon done. as that wing opens, it's game over. You're done. Um, uh, and he never really looked back, did he? He survived he, another two restarts. Yeah, in, and he never really lost the. I think he pulled out a couple of sec, a couple of seconds on Hamilton in like half a lap. It was yeah. nuts because that area of DRS, you get the second one, don't you? Yeah, I think it's the same detection line. So we had like two bouts of DRS, and it was that was it. It's gone. It came over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, not seeing him again. Yeah, so Red Bull had quite a decent race with Max there. Um, we they also had. A bit of it. I mean, because essentially for Max there, he basically overtook Hamilton. And apart from a weird little lock up where he went onto the grass for a bit. Which we've all just, done if we played that game. Yeah. And, and <laughs> you know, um, he still had it under control and he just disappeared. Yeah. The other Red Bull, um, kind of Perez, he had the, the weekend from hell for the, from the start. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Big issues in qualifying. Well, big issues in final practice, practice three. and quality. Yeah. Um, couldn't get the car comfortable, couldn't, couldn't, I, I think there was an issue with the braking. And in fairness to Perez, you know, I think a lot of people made jokes about it. That's not normal that a driver would lose it there. No. Um, but yeah, first kind of, first proper lap in, in qualifying one, and he's in the gravel and he can't get out and that's, that's it. And he started from the pit lane, I think. He did, I think, um, yeah, it is, yeah. In the end, um, and had to just kind of climb his way up. He also got a little did bit right screwed. Did all right, didn't he? He did. I think he also got a little screwed because he was one of those who also pit under the safety car. Mm -hmm. And really interestingly, for, for Red Bull strategy here, because um, I know there's so many things to talk about, so I'll mention it briefly. He started on hard tyres from the pit lane. He pit under the safety car, put mediums on, and then he pit a lap later, still under the safety car, and put hard tyres back on. And I think Red Bull's plan there was, he's going to be, he's pretty much at the back anyway. It's fine. Yeah. Get him onto a different set of tyres, get him back onto the hards, and he can run to the end of the race. So he'd used the two compounds. Yeah. And yeah, they just yeah. kind of got rid of that through the, the safety car. Which it was a re like I wanted to see how that played out. Because yeah. it was a ballsy move that. Yeah, it was, yeah. But obviously red flag as well as Russell and Science, it got him. Yeah, I mean um, P five though, not too bad, is it? Starting from the back a of the solid grid. result. Yeah. And fastest lap, I think, as well. Yeah, it's a good result. And so, he put on some good overtakes. Yeah. Um, Again though, with that DRS. Yes, I mean that Red Bull is just, just chaos. Do we want what? Um, I've just realised I've kind of sidetracked us from just 
recapping the race really quickly. Perez obviously had that issue at the start, but then he just kind of spent the rest of the race working his way up, didn't he? Yeah. Um, there wasn't too much um, trouble along the way, really, for him to get to, to P5 in the end. So, yeah. He did need a bit of luck to get up to the fifth, in fairness, because there were some penalties and there were some yeah, well, mad kind of yeah. things, which we'll, which we'll get to. Um, but then, essentially, the race kind of just progressed as it was um, until... Uh, Magnuson, I don't know what happened. I think he just kind of just drifted ran off wide, a little bit, yeah, yeah and he just, just ran wide, flipped his tire off, annihilated the the rim on of, of the wheels, it. just pieces everywhere. And then he was saying uh, the the commentators were saying it's a possibility that the sun was in his eyes, but I think that that's been a bit. It's been a bit kind. Maybe, yeah, you know, all the other drivers made it through. Yeah, and he's <laughs> no, done it like quite a few laps, and he's before. already done it quite a bit. Yeah, so he should probably know that line with his eyes closed, but. So that was with, what was it, three or four laps to go? I think that was lap, so got it here, that was lap 54. Right. So we have 58, so four laps laps to go. go. Um, And they red flagged the session. On lap 55, they did, yeah. So the reason for that red flag apparently was that the 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 tyre was still on the... Well, the tyre was on the road, but also the wheel rim had just smashed everywhere. I mean, you saw it, there was just spokes left. And that was all um, down the straight out of turn two. Mm Mm-hmm. So I guess they red flagged the race to kind of clear that up. Were you surprised that that was a red flag? Um, I know the drivers were. Yes, <laughs> some fantastic re- reaction. Um, that so yeah, I know Alonso was Alonso one of the ones that really wasn't happy like, with what? that. <laughs> yeah, and, and was this the red flag as well? Where Lewis was like, right, that's weird. Are they going to restart this again though? Yeah, I yeah. think. And he was like, yeah, probably. Um. Yeah, I am a bit surprised it was a red flag. That one, I think, more than the other two is yeah. is the most surprising one for me, I think. Yeah. Because I think the pub could have got that cleaned up under the safety car. Yeah, I think I think the race would have finished under the safety car if that had been a safety car. I think that's why they called it. I mean, I know hindsight's twenty twenty, but it did anyway. Yeah, exactly. Well, obviously, they couldn't have knew that, but it yeah. did anyway, so... It's a weird one because I actually think when you when you look at the incident in isolation, um, and this is probably what we were talking about a little bit before about there's more red flags now than there were. Um, it was probably there's a lot of debris on a long straight. Yeah. So I think they've probably gone. I do think that the end of the race has played into it, but I think they've probably gone right. Okay, that's going to take a few laps at least to clean up. And in fairness, there's probably cars driving through it, and it is called motor racing. <laughs> we we went motor Toto. racing, so yeah, that that it, so they red flagged it and they went. Do you know what? Like we'll we'll clear it all up and then we'll go again, which is kind of a mad thing to see. Um, I get it. That yeah, it was a red flag. I also was surprised that it was a red flag, as you were saying before. Like, I suppose you've got to give them the benefit of the doubt in the adjusting of driver safety and obviously marshal safety and yeah, all the cleanup crew safety, safety, yeah, everything. everything. So they will always have that. Listen, that was at the top of it. So you, you can't. There's nothing really you can say. No. It, it is what it is, and they're going to make that decision. Obviously, this new race director's a lot more. He likes pressing the button yeah, for the, the red flag. The he, red like, button. he likes pressing the button. Um, so I suppose like you, you can't really get too bogged down in in talking about it because if if they hadn't a red flag there and someone other got seriously hurt. You go. Yeah. You go. Why didn't you red flag? Well, also it? there was a massive backlash because it was was it Monza last year that finished under a safety car, 
I say massive backlash, but there was just lots of grumbling. Oh, like we could have, yeah. you know, because there was a car stuck on track. And in fairness, I I was probably one of those people sitting there going, "Red flag the session," and then get the car off the track, and then we'll go again. And they did that this time. Uh, I I don't think you can win really. If you'd have finished under a safety car, people would have moaned. If you'd have red flagged that's, it, people would have moaned. That's it. What would you prefer? Would you prefer the red flag stop the race, clean the track, and let's have another four laps, or would you prefer finish under a safety car? Yeah, surely that one is better. Yeah, but obviously it's dead easy to say it was the wrong decision. Now looking back at how the race ended, what happened? Yeah, exactly. But I think if that happened at the start of the race as well, if Magnussen had hit the wall on say lap ten. I think it would have been a red flag yeah. and they'd have cleaned the debris up and no yeah. one would have really bad eye. No. It was just, it's, it, it happens. I mean, they red flagged for Albert, fair enough. But I did think it was a bit kind of mad that we got a red flag because suddenly you're like, oh, well, now we've got a three-lap sprint race, four-lap well, sprint race. That, and obviously, as we know from lap one, Max wasn't the quickest off the line and the Mercedes was, so it was like, oh, this could, this get, could get... If Lewis spicy. can get him into turn one, there would have been no DRS. So... Yeah. So what what happens? Or maybe they've had would they add one lap? Maybe one lap of DRS. Yeah, maybe one but lap. As I think for every single driver, it makes them go, "Oh, this is it now!" Like, and I think that anything goes that's probably a cracking explanation <laughs> into what happened because everyone was just like, "Right, this sod this." Yeah. So we had red flag. <laughs> going we had for a it. grid restart. Everyone put on the soft tires because you've got a couple of laps left, and every driver is sitting there going. If you've, ever, race. if you've ever played the F1 game online, <laughs> that's exactly what happened. That was essentially it. Yeah. Um, 10 cars off at turn one, and that's it. If you can survive that, you know, like, which obviously the leaders did. So I do think that there was a slight thing, which apparently on the way to form up that grid, they were all behind the safety car. So normally on a formation lap, they just kind of go, don't they? And the they leader stay. controls. Yeah, the, the leader controls the pace round to the grid. I don't really understand why they had to have the safety car lead them round to line up there, because no. I think a few drivers complained saying... Oh, Max hates the safety car, do Oh, yeah, yeah. But I think a few drivers complained saying, like, we, we weren't going quick enough to get temperature into the tyres. Yeah. So everyone essentially started on cold tyres. Um, and I think that's something they probably want to look at, because it didn't really make sense no. that the safety car had to there lead There was no around. need for it, was there, really? No. Um, but... Yeah, then we had a restart oh. on what lap fifty five, <laughs> lap fifty five restart, and there were many explosions. There was there were cars in the wall. Uh, I think so. I think first of all was was it stroll. First of all, it ran was wide. No, no. So first of all, it was um, science. Science hit Alonso. Hit Alonso and spun Alonso out. Gasly ran wide. Gasly had been having an amazing race, and we'll get he onto was, this like a bit P- more. P five at was, some point. Yeah, he was. He was in fifth. He ran wide, came back onto the track. Ocon collected him. They ended both Alpines ended up in the wall. Um, Stroll just thought, "I'm going to join in. This looks like fun." Just went straight <laughs> yeah. into the gravel on the next corner, and I think Sergeant drove into De Vries. Yeah, as well. So they were. Out. So I think you had like six cars just collecting each other. Um, all into that first you know corner or two um and then <laughs> they immediately went oh red flag this this is bad and you have to red flag that oh yeah well, there's no way that there's you no don't. question about that one there is a question though about how they handled it so a couple of things really first of all was the eventually came to the decision that the lap didn't count essentially yeah so they went back to the previous um like grid yeah order but still kept signs as 
penalty. Yeah, so Sainz got a five-second so, penalty for hitting Alonso. Which I think was harsh, and hearing him in the car, I oh, think he was, he was nearly crying. Wasn't he? He was, I think he was, he was probably crying. Um, I, I, it's, a, it's a really strange rule that, being relatively new to Formula 1, I'm still not sure I can get my head around. If the lap doesn't count... Mm. Like it's, it does seem harsh because it wasn't as if it was like a, a I don't think anyway like a, a really bad thing he did. Yeah, you, you you if someone had said that maybe it was a racing incident, you're going yeah, maybe yeah yeah six or one out. Well yeah maybe a bit more towards science, but it does seem harsh. And then to delete the lap but still give him the penalty anyway, <laughs> brutal, it's like it? Jesus, that is that is brutal. Yeah, it is. It's it's harsh. I I'm controversially probably. Like I, I get the penalty. Well, um, I, I get it, but I would also get it if it wasn't given. Yeah, I think what what makes it so weird is yeah, you, you, they red flagged the race and then penalised science for the move, which I I think I I, I get. Um, but then decided we're not going to resume the race. Essentially, I mean yeah. they did resume the race, but they basically just drove around behind the safety car and crossed the finish line. And that was. Um, um, meanwhile, everyone behind Science was really getting just on as real close wing. as possible. <laughs> yeah. Um, so basically, Science got a five second penalty. And then he, I think he finished on track in fourth, but it dropped into like 12th because 12th. of that penalty. Because five seconds when the grid is that close just drops you miles. Um, yeah. It was it was kind of chaos. And I do think it's harsh, but I also think that realistically, if you. If you'd like, say, if he'd got that, if he'd made that move earlier in the race, um, and then been given a five-second penalty, the result would have been the same. If the yeah. if the if the race ends under a safety car, you're mm. you know you, you're going to lose out big time. It's it's harsh that they um, reinstated the order, but kept science's penalty. But I think their um, kind of guidance and what they try and do is they penalise the action, not the result of the action. Mm-hmm. They don't always, and they do get it wrong a lot of the time, but I think in that case, you've got to look at science's incident with Alonso and disregard everything else and go, but did he deserve that? That's one of the problems I've got as a relatively new fan is they're, yeah. they're, they're so consistently inconsistent. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And that that's kind of, I think even some of the drivers are like, like, what are you what? doing? What, yeah. what are you doing? Like, is is this or isn't it? Like, what's going on? And if the drivers don't really know, then I was like, someone coming into the sport supposed to, yeah, it's really it, understand that side of the thing. It's like, what is allowed? What what do they classify as a racing incident, and what do they classify as like a, a penalty or whatever? Just it's about as clear as mud. It muddies the waters a lot. Yeah, it does. And, I think- and then, uh, you know, I mean, because what we, we had Alonso being on the penalty, not on the pen, uh, sorry, being on the podium, getting a penalty and being off the podium, getting it overturned and being back on the podium. Uh, as, as new fans, I think the, the whole, the way the penalties work in Formula One and the way they're applied probably doesn't make, a, I mean, it doesn't make sense to long term fans, yeah. never mind sort of new fans. Um, and it was harsh on science there, but I, I do, I do get that he got the penalty because yeah. he kind of if you if you look at uh previous examples of cars kind of so a good example was Cota or um with Russell and Sainz and Russell hit Sainz and spun him out last year um and he got a five second penalty for that. I think that's essentially what Sainz did yeah. to Alonso. Not intentionally, obviously. Um but it's just it's it's just unlucky and unfortunate that that penalty 
had such a severe um, consequence when in, in other races, you know, five seconds, you pull it out and you're fine. You, you yeah. keep the position. So for him to lose, like, what, eight for, positions because of that. For only 12 cars to finish that race and him to have come last. I know, I know. But he wasn't Brutal. the only big loser out of what happened. Like, poor Nico Hulkenberg. Oh, man. He so was this, this is, close. This is this is one of the things I wanted to bring up and talk about. This close. Hulkenberg has been in over 100 Grand Prix. He's been in so many different seasons. He's bit, he, He's got a pole position, and he's never finished on the podium, ever. He's had chances. A couple of the chances he's been really unlucky. A couple of the chances he, he's messed up. Yeah. Um, but he's never been on the podium, and arguably should be. He's a, he is a decent driver. Um, in that mental red flag restart, Hulkenberg avoided everyone, and he came out of the carnage in fourth place, yeah, right behind. Sainz. He did a very good job of avoiding the um, the mess, didn't he? Yeah. So he came out of that in fourth, and then Sainz got the penalty. If they'd have kept the order as it was, that would have been Hulkenberg on the podium. Brutal, but so Hulkenberg to not, <laughs> not get it because of that. I, I I don't think that they were going to keep the 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 order. But he tried to he tried to um, contest it, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think you can argue. I for think that it. was more in hope than yeah. expectation. Really, but brutal because yeah, he was so close. I mean, looking as as the thing as a whole, disregarding that, I think if you'd have offered them P seven before the race of the start, he'd have snatched your hands off and gone through to hugged off the paddock. Yeah, <laughs> so hugged. 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 Yeah. Um, he mandled the gutter. <laughs> yeah. Brutal for, for, for Hulkenberg, but brutal for quite a few of those drivers on, under that restart. I, like, as, a, as an Aston fan, which I'm actually now calling myself, um, <laughs> to, to watch them run in, what was it, like third and fifth, and then to see, I, I nearly, yeah, had a heart attack in the last two laps there. That restart, just watching Alonso just spinning across the track and then Lance just going, I'm going that way and just going straight into the gravel. I was like, what is happening here? He was right on it though, wasn't he? Alonso, about that rule. He was like, whoa, check this. Check this right now. Yeah. He was still spinning. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He cut into the car and he's like, hang on, we've red flagged this. We're going to put the uh, the order back. But then also you're thinking, hang on, Max is quick. He might have made it through the first sector. Oh, no, yeah. No, he hasn't. But, um, yeah, the, the, the kind of the, the Aston sort of like, oh, they are going to reinstate the order. Oh, thank God, oh, my word. Because that yeah. was that was a, a, a chaotic kind of moment there. They had um, third and fourth. Yeah, they finished third and fourth in the end. Good good result for the team. Put them in I second did, I in did the predict, standings. I did predict Stroll in fifth. You did. Yeah, you did. So that doesn't count. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, well, so... I <laughs> So I guess, like in terms of our predictions, you were a lot closer because you predicted um, Verstappen and Alonso. Um, yeah, and Stroll and Stroll up there, and and you know I didn't. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was the, the the kind of the chaos of that race, that that kind of red flag uh, restart, and everyone crashing, and then they basically just reinstated the order. They sat there for ages, didn't they? Yeah. In the pits. And then they just kind of came out that, oh, actually, we are going to restart the race, but we're not. But we are, but we're not. So what we're going to do is we're going to drive around behind the safety car, and then you're going to cross the finish line, and that's the end of the race. So this might be a really stupid question. Why? Uh, so I believe 
I don't actually fully understand it myself, but I believe the reason that they did it is to lock in the positions and for everyone who'd crashed to kind of lock them in as DNFs. Right. Which is brutal. But I think if you hadn't done that, they'd have um, essentially reset the order and then finished the race, which would have meant Gasly would have finished fifth. Oh, okay. Yeah, that Um, makes more sense when you explain it like that. Yeah. Yeah, and I believe that would then, I don't know how science's penalty would then work as well. I think only when they crossed the finish was the penalty applied. I never thought about it that way, yeah. And everything. So it's a bit strange, and it threw me for for a loop because I was like, I don't understand why we're waiting this long. And then they just drive around, and then they're like, yeah, we finished. But um, I think that it was just really like I know we would have got like a penalty for it. Like, I was so tempted. <laughs> I could just could edge do up it. alongside and be like, I could do this. <laughs> um, I don't think there was any opportunity for anyone to make any moves, was there? It was just drive around and you finished, nope. which is a bit of a apart from the people behind signs getting as close as possible, yeah, <laughs> just lining up. Um, bit of a kind of a damp way to end what had been quite an exciting and. Messy and controversial and insane Grand Prix. Yeah. Um, Just before we put a lid on this one, because we could go on for hours. We are going to. I want to, yeah. Um, I want to, I feel like there's only one team or two teams we haven't touched. Well, no, one team we haven't touched on really. That's McLaren. Mm. I just wanted to touch on them really quick. Pretty good weekend. Double points. Double points. Piastri. Um, well done, mate. Piastri got his points, points his on his home, home race. And Lando finished in sixth. Obviously, you can say they were held by eight DNFs. Um, <laughs> but, you know, they they start to avoid the carnage too yeah. and navigate their way through it. So I just wanted to give them a bit of a... Um... Lando looked solid. Lando yeah, he did, looked yeah. quick. But again, you, you called that really, didn't you? Saying that in previous seasons, the McLaren hasn't really kicked in until... Yeah, Australia. I'd like to say I called it, but I didn't believe it, if I'm honest. Well, you did say it. I did say it. Um, and I put a brave face on and I didn't believe it and then in qualifying I was like yeah well it's well well off you're, su- you're supposed to say but yeah I'm going to take that and own it so I definitely called that and um, come to me for betting tips because do you know in qualifying when Perez beats the car I was like yeah I knew mm. called this and then he finished fifth and it was actually an issue <laughs> as well so uh, yeah yeah so we, we are you know we are sort of predicting we're prophesying certain things. We're just kind of chaotic yeah. prophets. We've got no idea what's actually going on here. Um, I think, suffice it to say, that it was an insane race. Um, yeah. It's sort of waking my excitement for kind of tuning into the Grand Prix. I felt like the first two this season have been, eh. Mm. And, eh. Do you and think then that-, that was just mind-blowing and it took a while to process what had actually happened do you think it's annoying though that we have this such an exciting race and then you wait four weeks for the next one although four i will weeks. say the the back is probably my favorite track yeah um i, I love that so I'm, I'm really looking forward to that but it's really annoying that you go yes uh <laughs> it's kind of been like that for the start of this season anyway hasn't it very bitty been, hasn't it yeah there's, there's been like sort of two week breaks between and I don't think races. there's too long after that until like the summer break where it's was it off like four weeks again. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully we have a banger of a race before the summer break and it gives us plenty of stuff to talk about. Mm. But yeah, we're, we're kind of like halfway through our race review of this and I think we're pretty much on time for, for this episode. I think what we'll probably do, we'll probably call it there and we're going to um, 
we're going to record the next episode and sort of do a part two of this essentially and we'll just discuss a bit more sort of yeah about the, the absolute chaos and then depending on how we get on with that we might then record another episode to talk about even more um who knows but this has definitely been sort of the first part of of that race review um we'd love to hear your opinions on kind of what's gone on with this we've got a couple already which we'll discuss um but but please feel free to sort of send us messages uh, on either instagram or tiktok we've got accounts set up over there tpc.pod on both of them um, or feel free to send us an email and kind of let us know what you thought about the races as well. Um, go follow us on, on the social platforms and we will catch you for part two of the Australian Grand Prix review. We will do. Bars. <laughs>